to all my writers of any genre, do you feel that sometimes the arguments that you write tend to fall flat and are boring? Well, I used to feel the same way until I developed some tips and tricks on how to write a realistic argument. My name is JK Noble. I am the author of the Hale series. It is a young adult fantasy series for ages 13 and up. And you're listening to The Pen Sorcery, where we discuss how to unleash our inner potential and become epic writing sorcerers. Today, we're going to talk about how we can write a realistic argument. First things first, why is arguing important? Well, arguing is a part of life. And it's important because it causes character development and character growth, and that growth can be positive or negative. Now, engaging in an argument can be frustrating, stressful, or even belittling. Sometimes our characters are going to experience verbal arguments, and that is to be expected. Why? Because we want to encourage them to grow. They could grow in a positive or negative way. That doesn't matter. We have to encourage them to get from point A to B as authors. First things first, who is arguing? Often two people who deeply care for one another engage in confrontation and arguments. Very seldomly do we have strangers engage in deeply rooted arguments. We're going to be focusing on arguments that happen between two people who have an established relationship. As the author of your story, you get to decide which characters are going to be engaging in this argument. The relationship your characters have between one another will affect the way that they speak with one another. For example, you're going to be talking to your friend much differently than you're going to be talking to your grandparent. Or you're going to talk to your boss very differently from the way you're going to talk with your child. So keep that in mind. How are the different ways that we speak with one another depending on the relationships we have with each other? The way that we speak with one another can enhance or decrease the effect the other person has from our words. Take, for example, a heated conversation between two lovers who deeply love one another. They get in a heated conversation and the words that they've shared, the hurtful words that they've spoken, now have caused a major break in the relationship because they have offended one another past the point of no return. Keep in mind how your characters view one another. How do they feel about one another? Do they respect each other? Do they speak in a more gentler way with this person? Do your characters resent each other because of situations that have happened in the past? When are you writing this argument? Before those bad situations have happened or afterwards? Keep that in mind. Are these two people confronting each other after a long period of silence, ignoring the fact that something has happened? Are they, have they been pushing aside this very important conversation? And finally, have things just exploded where they have to talk about this and it has to come out in, in the open? If your character has been hurt, you have to consider how hostile they are as a person and how they're going to react to this confrontation. How will they not only confront the other person, but how will they react to the other person's truth? Will they result to belittling, cursing, using manipulation tactics? Will they give the cold shoulder? Will they become physically abusive? Will they threaten? Will they become abusive to themselves, self-harm? Or will they result to bad habits like drinking or drugs? That depends on who the other person is, how they're going to be reacting. Arguing results from opposing viewpoints and opposing passions. 
if those two people felt nothing for one another, then perhaps you're not going to be having the argument to begin with. Or their arguing would be less cared about. It would be more of a debate. What are the opposing viewpoints your characters have? To make a killer argument, it is important that the author not take sides between your two characters. Let your readers decide which side that they're going to take. And I'll tell you how to do that. And I'll tell you how to make it as hard as possible for your readers to decide. You have to justify both your characters' reasonings with several valid points based on your characters' past experiences, their personality, and their general way of thinking. This is a plus when you want your readers to understand your that argument from both perspectives. And using that you're going to make it as hard for them as possible to decide which side that they're going to pick. I love that because not everything is black and white. A lot of times there is this shade of gray. There is this old story that I was told um, where there were these two kids that they were fighting with one another and a teacher puts them on opposite sides of a globe. And on one side of the globe, it was entirely painted white. And on the other side of the globe, it was entirely painted black. Now she asks the child, the first child, what color is the globe? And she says it's white. And she asks the second child. And the second child says, no, no, it's black. You can't see clearly. <laughs> and they start to feud over this, the color of the globe. She has the children close their eyes and switch sides. <laughs> and lo and behold, they realize that they were both right. And they were both wrong. So that is something that you need to incorporate in your writing. Don't take sides. Even though you have an inkling on who is more so correct, let your readers decide. That is much more fun. And make sure you incorporate their, your characters' past experiences and why they think the way that they do to confuse your readers even more between what is right and what is wrong. Resentment is very important. Resentment can happen prior to the argument. Resentment could, could very well have caused the argument. And if the argument was not resolved, then that same resentment might have festered, which is super fun. Festering resentment could lead to whole sorts of horrible situations. Your characters could end up doing something very bad because their resentment has festered. And as we know, in the heat of the moment, we could say some very nasty things even to someone we care about. Sometimes people say things they don't mean to get a negative reaction from a person. On the other hand, your character can be very blunt and say something hurtful but true to better the other person. Now, keep in mind, your character might initially feel attacked when confronted, when yelled at, when, when they have an argument. They can turn to negative influences. They might not be that mature yet to understand that the person has their best intentions at heart. It might take them some time to realize that the other person has their best intentions at heart. However, if the other person was truly attacking your main character for no good reason, from emotions such as jealousy, hatred, spite, anger, or whatever, how is your main character going to respond to this? Are they the type of person that could easily break and say, boo-hoo, this person doesn't like me and cry about it? Or will they lash out at the other person in return? Another option is they could have pity for that other person and ask 
for their forgiveness for whatever has happened and move on with their lives. These are all different ways that your characters can react and it's up to you to understand how your character is going to be reacting depending on the type of person that they are. It is so hard to put one's own feelings and beliefs aside to hear, consider, and respect another person's beliefs, thoughts, or feelings. Not all people want to consider the other person's hurt as they see that they're the only ones who have been hurt. Know your characters enough to make this distinction on whether or not they are capable of understanding. Upon understanding the other person, will your character change the way that they have been thinking? Will they become more open-minded? Or will they push their beliefs onto the other person as they still believe they are the ones who are right? These are some things to consider, but you should, but should come easily once you have a sense of what type of person your character is. Next comes apologies. And apologies don't always happen, but they are very important when creating arguments and confrontations. Not all people apologize after an argument, even when they're in the wrong. This is a result of ego, stubbornness, and sometimes narcissism. Based on who your character is, they might not apologize for their misunderstandings or their harsh words. Or they would, just for the sake of getting it over with and moving on. If this is the path your character is going to take, then make it a point in your writing to showcase that they do not care about the feelings of the other person and they're going to repeat the same actions that caused the argument in the first place and they might do so in more of a secretive, discreet way so that they're not going to have another repeat, another repeated argument about the same thing. It takes a really big person to apologize sincerely with the hopes to make amends and remedy whatever offended the other person. In this case, make sure to include the physical changes that they have made as a result of the argument. Notice, not all apologies are verbal. Some apologies could be an action, an action of change. Apologies do not mean that your character would like to continue the relationship that they were in. They might realize that they are in the wrong relationship after their argument. Now I hope this helped you create the most realistic argument possible in your writing. My name is Jakey Noble and you're listening to The Pen Sorcery and I'll be seeing you in our next episode. Bye!